0: Welcome to this series called Human Intelligence vs. Artificial Intelligence. It's under our Curious Corner category. You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website JFDo Foundation, that is j-a-e-f-do-foundation. This is a series to address the elephant in the room. Will artificial intelligence ever equal or surpass human intelligence? In this series, I take time to contextualize some known and unknown facts that whoever is keeping track of the developments in the artificial intelligence space should consider. You see, computers are good and have made our lives easier on so many fronts. However, there seems to be this elephant in the room that if the developments and progress we see showcased in the artificial intelligence world maintain their momentum that there is coming a day when human engineered intelligence that is artificial intelligence will actually equal or surpass our human intelligence whether you think so or not i address the elephant in the room from contexts that i believe our so-called ai artificial intelligence experts seem to be ignoring i believe The best way to address this elephant is on grounds of mind and spiritual consciousness. In this series, I break down two core functionalities or components of an intelligent system. That is mind consciousness and spiritual consciousness. You see, human beings already possess both of these functionalities, whereas computers on the other hand, are artificial intelligence or human engineered intelligence, on the other hand, is still scratching the surface of mind consciousness. Without further ado, let's dive in. Welcome back to episode 10 of human intelligence versus artificial intelligence. This is a series to address the elephant in the room. Will artificial intelligence ever equal or surpass human intelligence? I try my best to provide the proper context in which we should answer this question. The first ground of this argument should be through the lens of consciousness. And in the last couple of episodes, last several episodes, I've tried my best to explain or paint this picture or unveil and make this argument that our consciousness is twofold. We have mind consciousness which resides in the realm of the soul. And we also, we also have spiritual consciousness, which resides in the realm of our spirits. So we have mind consciousness, which resides in the realm of our soul. Now your soul is where your, your, your mind, your will, and your emotions reside, your reasoning, all of those things. So there's a consciousness that resides there. But there's also a consciousness that resides in your spirit being. So far, we have explored how we build our mind consciousness. And we say that mind consciousness is built through the five senses we have as human beings, that is how our mind consciousness is cultivated. Your your memories become a data point. Your past becomes a data point. And as you're growing from a young child, from a baby, you are growing your mind consciousness through your environment, through your experiences. And as you start to remember things, they start to form, they start to either make you aware or perhaps lack awareness of the present of decisions that you need to make. All of this is cultivated um, in addition, based on on the foundation of the five senses that you have. You know, taste, hear, see, touch, um, all of the five senses that we have, smell. And so now as we have opened up, especially in the last episode, is we have the first half of this Uh, series was dedicated to understanding how mind consciousness is built and cultivated and nurtured and all of that. And now we are venturing into the other half of consciousness. And this is spiritual consciousness. This is a consciousness that resides in the realm of your spirit. And we say that we have we are gonna use four guiding principles for spiritual consciousness, and these are that God is a spirit being, God created man, so man is also a spirit being, man has a spirit because a spirit created him and breathed its spirit into man our understanding of spiritual of spiritual consciousness will be built on those on those on, on those principles that god is a spirit man has a spirit because god created man and god breathes his spirit in man and also we are going to look at the Holy Bible as our textbook for father understanding all things, spiritual consciousness. That's those are the, that's the playground that we're going to, that's going to be our playground. And just to briefly recap where we kind of opened things up in the last episode, I think it'll be very important for us to do that, is some of the thoughts that I wanted to stage, intriguing thoughts on mind consciousness. There's some thoughts that I wanted to set, that that I wanted to use mind consciousness, some intriguing thoughts that we use to set the stage for spiritual consciousness. And we said, Just like we have on one side, God created man, and we see how that relationship has been evolving, how that relationship, that interaction, how our being is a reflection of what God put in us, what he gave us access to from his likeness. We are going to see the same thing when it comes to artificial intelligence. Because God created man, and now man is creating artificial intelligence. So there are some parallels that we can draw on and, and, and say, okay, this is how it is happening between God and man. So likely, this is how it's going to happen between man and artificial intelligence. And one of the things, one of the thoughts that I put on the table was, the reason artificial intelligence can never be fully conscious is that it's built on data and thoughts that are a subset of man's thoughts. Just like man doesn't know all things, man is not all-knowing. And that's why he can't be God for that what that's one of the reasons that man just cannot be god because man doesn't know all things you know he's not omniscient man is not omnipotent man is not omnipresent man is not eternal everlasting man is not alpha omega so already that differentiates that's like saying, if God created man, at a certain point, can man become God? Man can only become a portion of God. Man can never be fully God. Because there's access. Man can only be rise up to the extent or to the percentage of God that God gives him access to. But man can never be all-knowing. Now, even though man at a certain point will get to understand everything that has happened, his that knowing history is different from being the inventor of history. Right? The same way you can never be your grandparent. Even though your grandparent was able to, let's say if your grandparent um was able to, maybe your grandmother, or your grandfather, let's say they were able to, you know, track down everything that happened in their lives. Let's not even go two generations back. Let's just go with your parent. You see, your parent gave birth to you. You know, they were responsible for you coming into this world. Now, even though they were to give you a historical record of everything they did from their childhood, up to right now, and somehow you knew everything, you knew the day they were born, you knew every single thing they did, you knew every decision they made, you still wouldn't become your parent. For you, it will just be a historical record because you want this, there's another dimension of presence that you can't attach to those memories because they actually went through that existence. Whereas for you, you are just reading about it. So that's the same way that you can look at artificial intelligence and say, it can never be fully conscious because artificial intelligence is being built on data and thoughts that are a subset of man's thoughts. Unless we can empty the database of every human being that has ever existed on this planet, g- g- write down a track record, you know, have a record of even if it's not human beings, all the human beings that have ever existed on this planet, if we right now, in the moment of time, can we capture every thought in every person who is alive at this moment? on this earth and download all their thoughts. If let's say um, you are to sit down, even if we were to use one person or maybe 10 person, like can you yourself, can you empty out your thoughts? No, because you're always going to have new thoughts. It's there's something which you'll see as I talk about this aspect of God of like, God is, forward, God is always in forward motion. That's why the universe is expanding because his thoughts are always expanding and his thoughts are infinite. So as his thoughts go, they let train tracks for matter to flow. So the universe has to follow suit. So artificial intelligence is being trained on our life experiences, on what we think, on what we say on what we do. So the mere fact that artificial intelligence is receiving a secondhand experience, it can its consciousness can never be fully in tune with my with 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 human beings' consciousness. And also we've already seen that you can never you, you won't be able to um okay let's say you have a family of four people um you have a you know you have father mother um daughter brother and let's say you isolated these four people and and you wanted to train Let's say at Fisher Intelligence, like you put, it's almost like saying, like you started growing. Um, you started growing on one side, this family, um, you know, father, mother. So let's say on the other side you have a computer system, artificial intelligence system, and if if you were to have four artificial intelligence, humanoid robots. Can you say that from the time when this, the human being, let's say the, the, the father and mother, from the moment they give birth to their child and the child starts to grow in consciousness, that on this other side, you have papa robot, mama robot, somehow you connect their data sets, somehow they're able to form baby robot. Right? Can this baby robot? Can at a certain point this baby robot, who's being taught um, things that a little child is also being taught, can can baby robot and little child at a certain point grow up and have the same consciousness? No, because baby robot is always going to have to first wait for the experiences of the little child because baby robots cannot generate their own experiences. They have to rely on what little child has experienced or let's say little child steps on a sharp thing and it hurts them. And they cry and they feel pain so in order for so little child will already now from that experience little child will go okay oh you know don't step on the thing the last time I stepped on it I've stepped on it three times and it hurts me and it makes me cry now maybe by after three times of experiencing that pain little child now knows within themselves not to touch the thing or maybe not to step step on it because it's a sharp object and it causes pain. Okay, you're gonna have to take the first encounter they had with that sharp object, the second encounter, the third encounter, leading up to the fourth encounter where they have built full awareness and consciousness not to do that thing again, to now take all those experiences and then now bring them over to this side and start teaching little robot so that maybe let's say little robot as well as they're growing up you know that maybe if they run into a similar object that maybe they will not step on it right now someone could argue and say well you know what the mere fact that you've taken the three experiences from this side that now you bring them over to the robot to, and you just download what the actual human being felt through those first three experiences and you download them into the robot, that it's, it's intelligence that now when you have that object in front of both of them, that both the child and the robot will have the same understanding not to step on that thing. Now, in theory, that would be right. Theoretically, that could be possible. But you see, the problem is, um, what is pain? How do you, how do you transfer pain? How do you transfer that threshold of pain? Because one person can, two people can step on the same thing, and one person will have a higher pain tolerance than the other person so yes all factors can be equal that now when you have when you put the child and the robot in an isolated situation and you have this ship, this object in front of them and you tell both of them to start moving forward right that the robot may may now because of the experiences that say once you feel this, once you touch this, jump over it. On this other attempt, who's to say that if the child and the robot do the same experiment, you know, two to three times, that perhaps at a certain point the child does now, has developed a pain threshold. And on this fifth attempt or attempt number six, when they step on this object, they are not, going to jump up, scream or shout. In fact, they'll step on it and their pain threshold tolerance has gone up because of familiarity and now they'll be able to step on it and perhaps instead of, you know, previously maybe where they screamed, now they'll just, you know, just say, ouch, because we know this for human beings that past experiences of pain sometimes can call us, us you know? Previous experiences of heartbreak can call us people towards, you know, can move people towards different spectrums. Some people can become prone to any more heartbreak, to pain, you know, they, they just, they lose a part of their emotions where they can now react to pain, where they can cry and things of this nature. So just that alone, even if you're to isolate a little child who has been born, and you start to download all the experiences into a little robot, just the fact that you'll never be able to download all the experiences of this little child into the robot, it just goes to show that AI, artificial intelligence, just will never be fully conscious as human beings. Because it's built on data and thoughts that are a subset of human beings. that are a subset of man's thoughts and life experiences. And like I was saying, it's the same case. Just like man doesn't know all things, that's why he can never be God. You can never be your parent, even though you were to have a full record Of your parents experiences from the moment they were born to the time they are to to their current age you just can never be because the life experience of going through those things that for you just reading about it builds a callousness in you it nurtures you and so for someone else they can learn from your experiences and say okay if you're in this situation don't do that if in that situation don't do that but they can never be perfect syncrosity, syncrosity when it comes to awareness and having both of you experience those things. You can learn from someone's pain, but you can never... even when two people go through the same thing, their experience of that scenario might be different. You know, two people can go through a grieving of a loved one, and one person it affects them to a different degree than it affects the other. So there's a line of being in sync. There's a there's a medium of 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 syncing things. Sinking experiences that we can never fully be able to do. We can't even do it at a human level. Because even human beings, even twins, um, identical or whatever there as they, they they might be similarities. A lot of things that are very similar once they're born but the more experience they have the more they are exposed to different things happening into their lives those things start to differentiate them those things start to differentiate them so God is all-knowing and that's what makes him God and in the context of in 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 the context of artificial intelligence and human beings, we are all knowing, and artificial intelligence can never be all knowing. It can, it can get as good as manipulating new data sets and forming new whatever, but in a sense of we know, just like God knows our beginnings, is the same thing as that. We know artificial intelligence beginnings, you know, so there's a, these you can run these two parallels and say, okay, this is God and man. What about man and artificial intelligence? So God is all knowing and that's what makes him God. That's why he can pass down consciousness. We are basically conscious up to the degree or number of thoughts or awareness that God has passed down to us. And in like manner, artificial intelligence will only be as conscious to the degree that we pass down our thoughts to it. Our experiences, our life experiences, like I use the experience of, of, of pain, of pain tolerance. Um, artificial Intelligence will always be a system that is learning from us. A system that requires us to give, to give it the, or, the, 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 the origin of a data point, the origin of the experience, but feeling pain is different from how you experience pain. Again, there's pain thresholds. Two people can step on the same pebble and both of them have different reactions. Two people can can knock their foot against the edge of a table or a chair and both could even bleed. But the way they will experience it will be different. One of them might shout. One of them might scream. Another one of them might just say, ouch. So when you pass on the data point of pain to artificial intelligence, I don't know how you can translate ouch and a scream. Like how, uh, how would you program that into the system to say, because both people can hit their foot with the same force against an age, a corner of a table or a wall, a chair, whatever it is, and they'll still have different reactions. So how are you going to be able to capture that? How are we going to be able to pass that down, those experiences to artificial intelligence? And so for me, that alone. Seeing how impossible that is, it already cancels the prospect that official intelligence will be fully sentient, that there is coming a day, there is coming a time, a thousand years from now, a hundred years from now, however many years that official intelligence will be fully sentient. You know, we have people that have never these, these people right now that go through, uh, trauma, people that are still 20, 30 years out. They've never recovered from something that happened 30 years ago. How are you going to pass on those experiences, those differences in two people feeling the same thing and 30 years after this person has received counseling and this, somehow they have never been able to get over that incident. Experiences that are branded onto your soul. You see, people don't think about these things. This is not to belittle the efforts that are happening in the in the tech world when it comes to artificial intelligence and building robots and, and all of this. The question is, there is an overreaction. I think people, people underestimate what it calls what, what it means to be a human being. I think people think that, especially if you if you believe in in like evolution, I think people think that yeah, once you create these computers and you, you download human thoughts and some experiences onto them, that it's just gonna be a factor of time. And then they'll become this God thing, this God figure. But people ignore the simple things that, that are right in front of their eyes. They're like, how are you going to download this? How are you going to download this whole experience that let's say, um, you know, Again, going back, two people step on something and one other person anytime they see something like that, they move 10 feet away. It's like, okay, it's like two people let me use the example of being beaten by a dog. Two people are beaten by a dog. One person for the next for the rest of their lives will never have trust in a dog. you know they'll never really fully be comfortable around it. Another person, they'll just look at that as a one-off and they'll even go as far as becoming so close to them that they, can, they wouldn't even mind putting their hands, their fingers in any dog's mouth. How do you download that difference in experience and trauma and shock value? How are you going to download shock value into artificial intelligence? That's the question that I have. We have to think about these things. And you see, this is this is the problem, is why people are so gullible right now, especially like investors and the people who pour money into all these things. Because for them, if you come up with a like a juicy um, again, right now, innovation where innovation is right now is that. Honestly, people are just throwing things against the wall to see what sticks. Whatever they imagine in their brains in the sense of whatever they've seen in a sci-fi movie, they say, yeah, you know, let's give it a shot. And, and, And that's why you see right now in the news so many companies, you read about them last year, raising billions and billions of dollars. And then this year filing for bankruptcy because in the moment, it seems like ethereal, like, like this whole, it feels like it's possible to, 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 to bring these ethereal experiences and, and investors love that kind of talk, you know, everyone shows up and and, and they say, here's how we're going to change the universe. Here's how we're going to change the earth. Here's how we're going to do this. And it's become an easy way out for companies to raise money. An investor's seat and a wild and, and 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 these people are invited at UN conventions, and they show up, and 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 just basically to continue to 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 pour gas um, on these imaginations, and billions and billions of dollars go there that per- perhaps could have gone to dealing with some real problems on the ground that people are dealing with some hardcore problems, man. But people don't think about these things because people somehow believe that if you put something on a time scale, if you put something on a time conveyor belt, things will inevitably happen. I think it was Martin Luther King who said people most times think that Time heals all wounds. But that's not true. He said people think that by default, just if you leave everything to time, good things will happen. And he said, no, good things don't happen just because you put that experience in the hands of time. People think that when evil things are happening in the world, that, you know, just give it time. That after 20 years, that evil, that corruption, that deception somehow will die out. It's a time is only becomes an advantage to either good forces or evil forces. So if something bad starts happening and good men do nothing, evil will prevail. If something bad starts happening, and good men do something about it, with time, they will overturn that evil around. So people think that these innovations of artificial intelligence and all these braggadocious um, things or pursuits, that make people seem like they're very intelligent, that they're saying things that no man has ever heard about. And and all it is is sometimes just eliminating all the simple facts, the simple things that if you really sit down, if you're not just trying to raise a billion dollars and scam people, that you can see holes through a lot of these companies. And right now, they're collecting. If anything that is futuristic right now is collecting the most amount of money. Anything that is futuristic is collecting the most amount of money. But let me ask you. Isn't, aren't the problems that we now have the problems that have become core and fundamental to our society and our existence right now, the failures of our foundations right now, what you need to realize, at one point, they were futuristic prospects. The failures of 2022, at one point, were the dreams of 2000 and so we launched those dreams out there the failures of 2022 were dreams for from perhaps two decades ago so in 2000 in the year 2000 we launched these dreams out there and so only to realize that in the year 2022 what looked like an amazing thing back in 2000 actually in the year 2022 because of some unseen things and unfortunate circumstances What looked like a dream, a revolution in 2000 by the year 2022 looks like an absolute failure and catastrophe. So we do the same thing. So the year is 2022. And we say, okay, the year 2024 or 2040 or 2030, 2040, 2035 is going to be like this. So we imagine what that is going to look like. So, we launch those dreams out there again in the form of new companies, new ideas, new innovations. We lay train tracks only to get to the point and seeing that, uh oh, okay, this is not working out as we predicted. So, what do you do then? It's because of how society is right now. Um, A lot of people want to be the smartest person in the room. You know, everything's become capitalism in a sense of uh, money has become the driving factor. This is called the Babylonian system, where everything is commerce, where all reasoning is thrown out. It's commerce. It's just numbers. So here we are building off a system artificial Intelligence, a system that we're building off of numbers and somehow we're building it, building it off of ones and zeros and somehow we think that as long as we put, manipulate this data in certain dimensions, using certain languages, data learning languages. Um, that as long as we put it on a timescale of the next a thousand years, that it will evolve into something. That's where we're stuck. That's where we are stuck. That is where we find ourselves today there's a very powerful passage of scripture from the book of psalm it's called psalm 82 very very powerful it says god stands in the congregation of the mighty he judges among the gods this is what he says how long will you judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked says defend the poor and fatherless do justice to the afflicted and needy deliver the poor and needy read them out of the hand of the wicked says they know not Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. That's that's the specific verse that I wanted to bring your attention to. He says, they know not. Neither Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. And all the foundations of the earth are out of course. So from God's point of view right now, he's saying all the foundations of the earth are out of course. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I'm gonna leave you with that. Sela. This was episode 10 of Human Intelligence versus Artificial Intelligence. We are addressing the elephant in the room. Will artificial intelligence ever equal or surpass human intelligence? In the next episode, We'll continue laying the ground for spiritual consciousness. Your host for today was Calvin Cavanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. This face, his, is this name What kind of violence can I take